This is a lighthouse reflection on the five second rule by Mel Robbins. The track in the background is Transcend, Day 59, Project 365 Music. Why Transcend? Because if you plug the information from Mel Robbins' book, The Five Second Rule, that's steeped in science, you will find yourself changing your life in ways you never thought possible. I wish I could credit everything that I do to Mel Robbins in The Five Second Rule, but it's really just been a reinforcer for me about some changes that I made in my life a couple years ago. One of the things that she talks about is getting up a little bit earlier and letting that be what drives you and focusing on something that's really important to you during that time. You know, I started creating my Kuntz's Corners a couple years ago. I started writing those a couple years ago and I've been writing every day, Monday through Friday, for a couple of years now. You can imagine how many articles I've put together. How many Kuntz's Corners exist because of that? You can do the math. And a lot of times I write on the weekend too. It just depends on how I'm feeling, whether I'm inspired or not. But even on the weekends, I can tell you that I get up. I get moving. I get going. And ever since I learned about the five-second rule, I use it to get myself going, to get moving. Five, four, three, two, one. It's so simple. It's freaking stupid. Mel Robbins talks about it. She just couldn't even believe it happened. It was so stupid, like literally, right? But it works, and it's based in science. It's not airy-fairy. It's not, you know, some kind of a crazy, wishful thinking plan or idea. It's simple stuff. Today's Kuntz's Corner is simple and goes way back in time. A simple three-step process for how we can accomplish what's most important to us. I didn't create it. It's been there waiting for all of us all this time. But by taking these small pieces, by putting these things together, these bits and pieces, these tidbits, um, there's clues everywhere. Success leaves tracks. All you have to do is find the things that work for you, leave everything else behind, plug the things that work for you into your life, and you can create whatever kind of life you want for yourself and your family. I guarantee it. You can transcend the norm. Wishing each of you the very best. Take care. Miss Maria, Miss Maria Humphreys. Hey listen, I wanted to reach right back out to you and say thank you for the brilliant idea to go ahead and put together uh, a Mel Robbins um, series. I think it's a great idea. You know what's really interesting about what you shared? Yes, and let me also acknowledge that I know who Lewis Howes is, but I can assure you that Mel Robbins has been interviewed by a whole bunch of different people, and one of the best interviews ever was on Impact Theory with Tom Bilyeu. So what I'm going to do is, like you suggested, is to pull each of those, maybe a piece or a segment of each of the different interviews that she's done over and then onto my station and then create an episode. And I just wanted to say thank you for the brilliant idea to do that. I appreciate you. You're awesome. 
You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. And this is a segment about Mel Robbins and her book, The Five Second Rule. But not just about her book, because the piece that I put together yesterday was about Mel Robbins in general and about who she is as a human being and what she's offered to help us all get started into the new year. So I'm going to reload the segments that I had up from yesterday, and then I'm going to add a couple of additional interviews that I think are classic about Mel Robbins. And this is all courtesy of Maria Humphreys, who suggested that I do this. So Maria, I just wanted to say thank you. I appreciate you, and I hope everybody else appreciates this as well. Everybody, it's Mel Robbins here, and I have a special gift for you. I want to thank you for being a subscriber to the newsletter and also being a follower and a fan on all our different social media channels. We did this last year, and it was such a huge success that we decided that we would update what we did, we would improve it, and we would give this gift again to you in a new, improved version this year. What am I talking about? It is an incredible free assessment that I call your best year ever and it is a step-by-step -step planning guide that is going to help you do two things. The first thing it's going to help you do is it's going to help you complete this year, 2017. And the second thing that it's going to do is it's going to guide you through a very simple but powerful method for setting your goals and setting a powerful course for yourself for 2018. Now, why would you start the process of setting goals in 2018 with completing what happened in your life in 2017? I'm so glad you asked. First of all, goal setting is a lot like giving yourself a set of directions to go from where you are to some destination that you desire to go to. Do you know that it's mathematically impossible to give somebody a set of directions unless you know the starting point from where they're beginning? And so in order for you to set powerful goals that are intelligent, that are purposeful, and that are, I don't want to use the word realistic, but are based in reality, the reality of who you are, the reality of what you're capable of, the reality of the lessons that you've learned, and the reality of where you're at right now in your life. Without you first completing 2017 in a powerful way, you're never going to set the kind of goals that actually matter and that are achievable in 2018. What I want you to do is I want you to download this, Your Best Year Ever. Now, this is the exact same assessment that my husband and I have been doing together every single year for the last decade. As many of you know, my husband and I are both entrepreneurs. We have three kids who are 18, 17, and 12. We go through and complete the year that we're in, and then together we set goals for the year coming up. You don't have to do this with somebody else, but if you do have a business partner or you do have a spouse, this is a really powerful thing to do together. Last year when we completed this exercise, we actually, for the first time ever, had our children our three kids filled this out. What you're looking at are photos of us while we were on vacation over the holidays. We got the kids together. Everybody filled these out, and then we walked through them and discussed what we had learned in the year 2016 and what our hopes and dreams were for 2017. One of the most powerful things that we've ever done as a family. When you get your assessment, we're going to walk you through how you complete this year. And one of the cool things about it 
is as you go through these questions, we're going to take you through the main categories of your life. You're going to assess what happened in your life as it relates to love. What happened in your life as it relates to work? What happened in your life as it relates to fun? Did you even have any fun? And your health is your mind, body, and your spirit. And then once you complete 17, what you're going to get present to is, wow, I actually did a lot of stuff. You're also going to get present to the areas in your life that you neglected, where you feel depleted. That is incredibly important data and wisdom that you're going to carry with you as you then go through the next part, which is planning 2018. You're going to be walked through step-by-step step, a very simple science-backed planning method that my husband and I have been using for a decade that will take all of the data and the wisdom that you've collected based on what happened to you and didn't happen to you in 2017, and you're going to use that to plan the most powerful year ever for you based on where you are at this moment in your life. The link for this, it's right below this video. This is 100% free, there's no strings attached, and it is my gift to you for supporting the work that I'm doing, for subscribing to our free newsletter that comes out every Thursday, and for following us on social media. It is my hope that you have an absolutely incredible end of this year, and that next year is the most powerful, and satisfying year of your life. And I hope in some small way, the content that we're putting out there in the form of videos, social media posts, blog posts, courses, that in some small way, this is making a meaningful difference in your ability to find the clarity, the courage, and the confidence to achieve the things that you dream about. Well, that's the video, guys. I'll include the link, and as she expressed, the link to the downloadable planning guide. Blinkist is a new app that I've been using a lot lately to try to get in more reading. It's a struggle. If you're a content consumer and you really appreciate the opportunity to take in information the way I do, you have to find ways to expand your time. One of the ways that we can do that is by finding good summaries of great books. This is the final summary, actually the final blink, if you will, on the five-second rule from Mel Robbins. I'll let you guys take a listen, and then I'll talk a little bit more about Blinkist after this five-second rule final summary blink. Coming up now. You've just heard the blinks to the five-second rule by Mel Robbins. The key message in this book is that nothing is set in stone. Your habits, mindset, and personality traits are flexible and subject to change. Once you realize this, your life can start changing for the better. To help facilitate change, use the five-second rule, a simple tool that can help you adjust your default reactions, one five-second decision at a time. By changing the way we make decisions, this relatively small act can add up to redefine who you are, how you feel, and what you do with your time. Here's some advice you can take action on. Reframe your anxiety as excitement. Next time you're feeling nervous about something, such as a job interview or speaking publicly, don't tell yourself to calm down. Instead, say, I'm excited. Anxiety is a state of physiological arousal, and you can flip it around to make it positive instead of letting the fear pull you in. When you tell yourself that you're excited, it provides a valid positive alternative that allows you to stay in control. If you have any feedback, we'd love to hear from you. 
Just drop an email to remember at Blinkist.com with the five-second rule as the subject line and share your thoughts. All right, so I'm going to pause there and go back to the very first Blink from this book, The Five-Second Rule, because it's powerful and it's a great way to consume information. The other thing is it gives you an opportunity to decide whether or not you want to buy the hard copy or a paperback copy or even an ebook copy of a specific product that's available in the marketplace. So this is a book that I have on my shelf that I really just was excited that they had the Blink on. So now let me go ahead and share that first Blink number one of the eight Blinks that make up the summary of the five-second rule by Mel Robbins. Robbins, the five-second rule. Transform your life, work, and confidence with everyday courage. Wouldn't it be great if becoming a greater you were as easy as counting to five? Well, you're in luck, because here you'll discover how much you can accomplish by simply counting down from five. How can something so straightforward make you so much greater? Well, this tiny countdown quells the hesitation that lies in all of us and pushes us forward, encouraging us to reach our fullest potential. So let's explore how to use the five-second rule and when to apply it. Blink number one. The five-second rule is a simple decision-making tool that can change your behavior. It was six in the morning on a dark winter's day in Boston when the author was rudely awakened by the sound of her alarm clock. There were days when Mel Robbins greeted the morning with a smile, but this was not one of them. She was unemployed, burdened with money troubles, and had a drinking problem. She'd also developed the habit of hitting the snooze button and delaying the day ahead for as long as possible. But this particular morning was different. Instead of hitting the snooze button, Robbins began her day by counting down from five. This is called the five-second rule, and it's used to prevent acting on detrimental urges. So instead of rolling over and sleeping on, Robbins counted silently to herself, five, four, three, two, one. This simple act distracts you from your anxieties and redirects your attention to what you should be doing instead of submitting to instantly gratifying urges. By continually doing this, you can break a negative cycle and create new and better habits. Robbins also used the five-second rule to stop avoiding exercise and to push herself outdoors for regular jogs. And when she felt like procrastinating on updating her resume, it was five, four, three, two, one, and she got to work. This tool is especially useful if you're the kind of person who sits around waiting for inspiration to strike. In 1954, psychologist Julian Rotter coined a concept known as the locus of control. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections, and this is Tom Bilyeu introducing Mel Robbins for his impact theory show Mel's why motivation is garbage you're gonna love this so please help me in welcoming the former criminal defense attorney who has been called an explosion of inspiration the best-selling author with a brand new book titled the five-second rule the master of motivation herself Mel Robbins <laughs> Oh my gosh, thank 
you. I, you know, you called me the master of motivation, and I think motivation is complete garbage, so maybe we should start there. That is a perfect place to start. So I totally agree with you. But why you do? do you say that? I do, 100%. Now, I said that in the spirit of I know what you're trying to do, so it is meant with absolute um, reverence. Uh -huh. But why do you say that it's garbage? Well, um, and we'll, we'll talk a lot about this, but... Um, I think it's garbage because at some point we all bought into this lie that you got to feel ready in order to change. Yeah. We bought into this, this complete falsehood that at some point you're going to have the courage. At some point you're going to have the confidence. And it's total bullshit, frankly. I don't, are we allowed to swear on this Absolutely. show? Okay. Um, it's, it's complete garbage. And so there are so many people in the world and, and, and you know, you may be watching this right now and you have these incredible ideas and what you think is missing is motivation. And that's not true because the way that our minds are wired and the fact about human beings is that we are not designed to do things that are uncomfortable or scary or difficult. Our brains are designed to protect us from those things because our brains are trying to keep us alive. And in order to change, in order to build a business, in order to be the best parent, the best spouse, to do all those things that you know you want to do with your life, with your work, with your dreams, you're going to have to do things that are difficult, uncertain, or scary, which sets up this problem for all of us. You're never going to feel like it. Motivation's garbage. You, you only feel motivated to do the things that are easy, right? Why do you think that is? Oh, I know exactly why that is. Because I, I, I've studied this so much because for me, one of the hardest things to figure out was why is it so hard to do the little things that would improve my life? And what I've come to realize, and what we'll talk a lot about today, is that the way that our minds are designed is our minds are designed to stop you at all costs from doing anything that might hurt you. Mm. And the way that, 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 that this all happens is it all starts with something super subtle that none of us ever catch. And that is with this habit that all of us have that nobody's talking about. We all have a habit of hesitating. Mm. We have an idea. You're sitting in a meeting. You have this incredible idea. And instead of just, you know, saying it, you stop and you hesitate. Now, what none of us realize is that when you hesitate, just that moment, that micro moment, that small hesitation, it sends a stress signal to your brain. It wakes your brain up and your brain all of a sudden goes, oh, oh wait a minute, wait, wait. Why is he hesitating? He didn't hesitate when he put on his killer spiky sneakers. He didn't hesitate with the uh, really cool track pants. He didn't hesitate with the NASA t-shirt. Now he's hesitating to talk. Something must be up. So then your brain goes to work to protect you. It has a million different ways to protect you. One of them is called the spotlight effect. It's a known phenomenon where your brain magnifies risk. Why? To pull you away from something that it perceives to be a problem. And so you can truly trace every single problem or complaint in your life to silence and hesitation. Those are decisions. And what I do and what's changed my life is waking up and realizing that motivation's garbage. I'm never going to feel like doing the things that are tough or difficult or uncertain or scary or new. So I need to stop waiting until I feel like it. And number two, I am one decision away from a totally different marriage a totally different life, a totally different job, a totally different income, a totally different 
uh, relationship with my kids. Not like one decision, I'm divorcing you in, in the marriage example, but one decision on, you know, you could be having a conversation. The interview goes on for quite some time. I'll include the link for anybody who's interested. Take care, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections, and this is an introduction to a segment with Mel Robbins and Lewis Howes, School of Greatness his podcast or his YouTube channel. The title of this one is Motivation for Rock Bottom Moments with Mel Robbins. Here we go. Any behavior pattern that you repeat can take over. Self-doubt, worry, procrastination, fear. Those are all thinking patterns that are habits. You're actually not a worrier. You have a habit of worry. You're not a procrastinator. You have a habit of procrastinating. Big difference. And when you understand that any behavior pattern, whether it is a thinking pattern like you doubt yourself all the time, or whether it's a behavior pattern like you drink too much or you snap at your kids, we spend way too much time trying to focus on manipulating how we feel and not enough time practicing the skills of controlling your behavior and your thoughts. You don't make decisions with your goals. You don't make decisions with your prefrontal cortex. You don't make decisions with logic. Do you know how we make decisions? We make decisions of feelings. You cannot control how you feel. You cannot control what triggers you. you. You think that you need to feel confident or courageous in order to get started. You don't. You actually just have to start, and that's the riddle of life. You actually have to learn how to push yourself. You have to learn how to, how to leverage the power of your decisions, and you've got to learn how to take action when you don't feel like it. If you accept the fact that you may never feel ready and you may never feel motivated and you may never feel confident, then that's okay, but you can still push yourself forward. What happens over time is as you start to see yourself becoming the person that takes action and the kind of person that speaks even though your voice is shaking, you're the kind of person that, that, that has a bias toward moving instead of a bias toward thinking, guess what happens? You build the skill of confidence and courage. Confidence is the willingness to try. That's all that it is. Knowing that you may succeed or survive, but you'll still try. So that was Mel Robbins, Lewis House, and basically what they did is they took from that 60-minute interview and just pulled all of that together into that short video clip that's two minutes and four seconds long. I think the long interview is really worth watching, and I can provide a, an intro to that and the link as well. But for those of you that really just wanted to get that little taste of Mel Robbins and what she's all about, hopefully that'll get your appetite, you know, wet, have you thinking about the School of Greatness and Lewis Howes and that longer interview, which I'll put behind this one. Okay, that's it for now. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections, and we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here with this full interview, the 59-minute, 59-second School of Greatness interview, Lewis Howes and Mel Robbins. Obviously, I'm only going to run whatever time this will run, and then I'll include the link so that you can check out the video if you choose to. Here we go. 
Welcome, everyone, to the School of Greatest podcast. We have a special guest, Mel Robbins. Good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, okay. Well, oh, very, good. very excited. Oh, my God. This very is the excited. first time I've had a Bill Belichick headset on. I feel like I'm going to be calling plays, people. Here you we are. go. You are. You know, you got to stand out of the podcast world. And not everyone does this. No. So it's unique, you know? No, I thought this was because of your arena football background. Right? I know. Everyone says that. But for me, I like it because I used to have a mic that would sit on the table. And uh -huh. You have to, like, lean forward the whole time. Yes. You can't relax at all. And you can't, like, move your head at all. So yep. this, like, the mic is cleared, it's crisp, and you can do anything. Yes. So I don't Fantastic. care if it's a little big or bulky. I think Fantastic. it's Fantastic. No, so. I love it. When, when I first started watching your show, because uh -huh. I do watch your show. Thank you. I was like, oh, someday I'm going to meet Lewis, <laughs> and, wear the and I'm going to get to wear the headset, and I'm going to feel like a coach. This is incredible. I, but I do feel like i got to be like this. You know how they all go like this, so you can't <laughs> exactly. read their lips? Yes, exactly. exactly. With the little charts, yes. Uh, you've got a new book out called The Five Second Rule. How do you drink coffee with this on your mouth? Do you have to like, go up. to the side? I put it up like this. I put it up like this. Oh, it moves. Uh -huh. Okay. Like a pilot. Put okay. it up. Exactly. I'm ready now. Uh, Mel's got a book <laughs> called The Five Second Rule, and it's out right now. It's about how to transform your life, work, and confidence with everyday courage. And used to be a, are you still are a CNN analyst? Are you used to I be? am, you yeah, but are? I don't cover politics, so it. it has not been a busy year for me. I do more okay. ethics and relationships and business, and so when there's breaking news that, that impacts human behavior or business, that's when they'll call me. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Now, were you always an on-air personality, talent analyst, or what were you No, I have that? had a crazy career. Tell me about it. Crazy. Okay. okay. So I grew up in western Michigan. Mm -hmm. I went east to college and law school, and the first job I got out of school was as a public defender in Manhattan. Okay. I did violent felony criminal defense work mm. for the city of New York for four years, and I would probably still be doing it, except for the fact that my husband um, got into business school in Boston. Right. And so we moved up to Boston, and I was not actually uh, licensed to practice in Massachusetts, so I went to work for a large law firm and um, almost immediately wanted to kill myself. Wow. Um, not, like, <laughs> truly, and, you know, we'll right. talk about the implications of the five-second rule and how beneficial it is not only for productivity and mm -hmm. for confidence but also for mental health stuff. But um, hated it, and luckily this was 99 in Boston when the startup scene was exploding, right. and you could sneeze and get a job. And I networked like crazy and ended up getting a job in a really cool technology company and uh, spent four years doing tech. And Public defender to tech company. <laughs> yes. And, well, you know, one of the things about getting a law degree, and I'm not actually telling you to, because I think there's, there's pro it's very, unless you really want to practice law, mm -hmm. it's a mother load of debt, mm. and there is a absolute glutton of attorneys out there, and the job market is really difficult. Yeah. And the other thing they don't tell you about law school right now is that you may be an incredible attorney, but unless you know how to do business development, your career is not going to do what you want it to do. So you need to bring in business, right? Yes. You need to network. You need to build relationships. You can't just yes. sit there and expect it to come to you, right? That was the old model. Right. That was the old now model. Now you got to go out and get clients. Correct. Correct. Cultivate them, get them Even if you work for a large firm. Yeah. Because you're not, if you're on the partner track, you're actually not of value unless you're generating income. Right. And and so they don't tell you that in law school. But right. so anyway, the law degree, though, and because it's a degree about... All right, guys, I'm going to shut that down there and just go ahead and include the link. And that way you can watch it, fast forward through it, skip around, do whatever you want, or just be happy that I recorded the shorter two-minute segment earlier. It'll be up to you. That's it for now.
You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. Well, good morning. And the track in the background is The Hero's Journey, Day 330, Project 365 Music. I decided to use this track because I wanted to create a little message about the rest of the content from Mel Robbins. And what I'll probably do from now on when I put content up from other people that has a YouTube video attached is just to do two-minute clips, little two-minute segments that capture the essence of what the video is all about. And then the link is going to be right there, and that'll give you guys the opportunity to go ahead and decide if you're interested in checking out the content or not. The hero's journey is the journey that we're all on. Whether you're on the journey to become the very best dad you can be, whether you're on the journey to become the very best mom you can be, the very best friend you can be, or whether you're on the entrepreneurial journey of trying to become a successful entrepreneur, or just creating a business, whatever that might be. Maybe you've got a standard brick and mortar business that you know, you're trying to run. Maybe you're a coach, whatever it is. No matter what it is that you're doing, the station that you have here on Anchor is part of who you are as a human being, which means it's part of your hero's journey. So that's why I chose this track. Mel Robbins shares with us what her hero's journey looks like in a TED Talk, where she talks about how to stop screwing yourself over. And then she's also done a couple of great interviews, or Evan Carmichael has put together a couple of, well, three different pieces, as a matter of fact, three different segments that he put together on the top 10 rules. He did a top 10 rules for success, uh, a top 10 rules for, uh, for changing, and um, another one about stop, stop saying and start doing or, or something like that. Anyway, I'm gonna include each of those, all of that material, but I'm just gonna do shorter segments and include the links so that you guys can access what you want and listen to what you want or not. Those are all longer segments as well. You know, the TED Talk is long, is about the normal length of a TED Talk. I don't know, it's like 16 minutes. The other pieces are probably 30 minutes long. So, you know, you couldn't ever consume it all at one time. So I'm going to turn all of this into an episode so you can come back to it at any time that you desire. And you'll know right where it all is together. So that's it for now. That's the intro for what's coming. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections, and behind this brief introduction is the TED Talk, or at least a two-minute clip, and the link to the TED Talk of Mel Robbins, How to Stop Screwing Yourself Over. Okay, so my name is Mel Robbins, and for the last 17 years, I have done nothing but help people get everything that they want. Within reason, my husband's here. Um, and so I've done it in the courtroom, in the boardroom, uh, in the bedroom, in people's living room, whatever room you want to be in. If I'm there, I will help you get whatever you want by any means necessary. For the last three years, I've host, I host a syndicated radio show. Five days a week, I go live in 40 cities, and I talk to men and women across America who feel stuck. Do you know that a third of Americans feel dissatisfied with their lives right now? 
That is a hundred million people. That's insane. And I've come face to face with it in this new show that I'm doing, which is also insane. It's called In-Laws. I move in with families across America. <laughs> you guessed it. Who are at war with their in-laws. We move them into the same house. I verbally assassinate everybody. We open up Pandora's box, and I get people to stop arguing about the donuts and who's hosting Thanksgiving dinner and talk about the real stuff. And that's what I want to talk to you about. I'm here for you. I'm going to tell you everything I know in less than 18 minutes about how to get what you want. So I want you to take a millisecond right now, and I want you to think about what you want. You. The talk is actually about 20 minutes, that's 21 minutes and 40 seconds long, and this intro is 2 minutes and 30 seconds. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections, and behind this introduction is a segment from Mel Robbins where she describes the series that she's put together using the 5 second rule to discuss varying different topics. This is the introduction to the series. I'm going to let this run for the full 5 minutes. And then just know that you can pop over to her station or subscribe to her station. It's Mel Robbins over on YouTube. And all of these videos that she's created, this series, is there waiting for you. And there are a whole bunch of different topics. And if you think this stuff is valuable, then great. Plug into it. And if it's not for you, then you know what to do. Just swipe and go next, right? Okay. So that's it. My, my goal here... My um, purpose here is just to be able to introduce you to this, uh, this information, to be able to make it readily available to you in one place. So I'm, I'm creating an episode all around all of this material. It'll be on my station permanently for anyone to access whenever they feel like they could use this information to, um, to create some quick change in their life. Because it literally happens five, four, three, two, one. I'm Mel Robbins, the creator of the five-second rule. What is the five-second rule? It's a form of metacognition that gives you immediate control over your thoughts and actions. Using the rule is so simple. The moment you feel your instincts fire up, just start counting backwards to yourself to switch the gears in your mind. Five, four, three, two, one. Then give yourself a push forward. (laughs) Counting backwards requires focus. And when you focus, your prefrontal cortex awakens. And by the way, that's the part of the brain that helps you learn new positive behavior patterns. I first mentioned the rule in its head talk. Since then, more than 8 million people have discovered the rule through that talk and its powerful countdown trick to take control of their lives, become more confident, happy, and even make their dreams come true. I created this series of videos to help you better understand the five-second rule, the science behind it, how it works, and the specific ways you can use it to improve any area of your life. In this video, I'm going to show you the specific way that you can use the five-second rule to increase your productivity. Now first, let's talk a little bit about productivity as a concept. Productivity is not about blasting through your to-do list and doing more. It's actually about doing less. Productivity is the ability to make progress on the things that matter to you. Sounds simple, right? I mean, just move the ball down the field on the important stuff. But it's not easy. 
Why? Blame your feelings. You see, you're capable of being more productive. You're just waiting to feel like doing what you need to do. And guess what? You're never going to crack the whip on yourself when you have a million other things that you need to do and you've got people that are making demands on you. One thing that you must understand is that you have the power to decide what's important. And productivity actually boils down to simple five-second decisions. Here's one that you need to start making immediately that will have a tremendous impact on your ability to be productive. When the alarm goes off, do you wake up early to work on your business or do you blow it off because you don't feel like it, you're tired? Or do you stick to the plan to finish some important tasks or do you mainline Facebook instead because, ah, you'd just rather relax? When you change your decisions, you'll change everything. Because productivity boils down to the ability to make small five-second decisions that put the things that are important first. And here's one five-second decision that will make you more productive than any other. Get up 30 minutes earlier than you normally do and push yourself to work on the most important priorities first. This isn't just me. Research shows that your most productive hours are the first two to three hours after you wake up and get ready. This means that for peak productivity, you've got to do whatever you can do to make sure the most important work to you gets done first during that window of time. So here's how you're going to use the rule. The moment your alarm goes off and you want to hit the snooze button, use the rule. 54321, push yourself out of bed. Then use the rule again, 54321, sit down and get working on the things that matter to you instead of checking your phone instead of letting your day get hijacked. You see, the moment you feel yourself wanting to give in to distraction, you're going to use the rule again. 54321, do a search control and get back on task to the things that matter to you. It doesn't really matter 